Okay, Larry, it's time for the theme song. Hello, 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 and welcome back to your Nerd of Godcast, that place where Christ culture and nerd culture are on the seesaw, on the playground, and they've quickly become best friends, trade Pokemon cards, and uh, don't go home until the street lights come on. My name is Tony T, and we're going to have a great time reliving some of the memories of our childhood through the lens of faith and fandom. I have a question. Yes, sir. What's a seesaw? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a seesaw is the is is something that's incompatible with fat kids. For 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 us, Neff, it was called a friend launcher. <laughs> I remember there was this really long seat, and I would sit down, and then it would just be stuck in the air, <laughs> and yeah, nobody could was. pull it down. Yeah, that's the same thing. Same thing. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay, got it. Uh, I like right, to call it the lonely bench. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess it's, it's it would be a great time to let you know that I'm not going to be doing this by myself. But uh, <laughs> he is uh, he is often imitated, but never successfully du- duplicated, and always lonely on a seesaw. It's the <laughs> it's, it's the big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. Well, I still have my ups and downs. <laughs> hey, he's such a lonely boy. Um, sitting next to Neff, he is one of the best guys you ever want to meet until you're on the wrong side of a PvP match from him. Bringing the chill to fit the bill. It is our friend and yours, Jamaican Ali. Yaman. Yaman. Wagwan Mirasta. Um, keeping this party going. She is uh, beloved by children, a lifter of the souls of others, star of stage and screen, and no one knows how she got past security. Would you please welcome the notorious JCC, Julia Cameron Colazzo. Hi, kids. Hi. Are kids Hi. listening to this? <laughs> kids. <laughs> to the ones that are? Hello. <laughs> I thought you were about to quote Eminem. Without any parental Hi, warning. Do you like violence? <laughs> not quite. Not, not the, it's not the direction that I was I'm going. glad. Good. But I took it there, oh. and now uh, it's ruined. Unfortunate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Uh, she is... Oh. That's me. Sometimes, sometimes sassy, always classy. From the island of enchantment, would you please welcome my best friend, lovely lady, Lise Mati? You always just get so choked up talking about me. You know, I do. I do. I've just got emotions that I don't have capacity to to hold. Um, and finally, rounding out the table group here, uh, would you please welcome the young lady who is here to learn, but the greatest lesson she'll learn is the friendship she makes along the way. It's Charlotte, the <laughs> intern. <laughs> Maxi- maximum effort. <laughs> Mexican effort. <laughs> <laughs> what is Mexican And happy effort? Hispanic character. I don't know what it is, but it sounds <laughs> yes. delicious. Happy. 
Mexican effort. I was like, ooh la la, Mexican effort. Oh, This is going so well. And over in the booth, the only person who's doing his actual job tonight, pushing all the buttons, keep this bucket of bolts flying, would you please welcome Nick the hardest working man in show business, the engineer. Correct. Hello. Hello. All right. He's putting cien percento into it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that is? That's a hundred percent Mexican effort. <laughs> <laughs> now I want chimichangas. Yeah. A, I just That's I don't. It's a whole Deadpool cash. thing going on. I always want chimichangas. Indeed. Uh, but the most important person in this conversation really is you. So we would love to connect with you and make you be a part of the fun. The best way for you to do that is connect with us across all of the different social medias. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, as well as the TikTok at Nerd of Godcast. Or you can be part of our Facebook small group, the Nerd of God. Squad. All you have to do to get there is go to Facebook and search Nerd of God Squad, ask to join, and we're going to let you in. We're a pretty indiscriminate group, or you can leapfrog straight there by going to nogsquad.com. The Nerd of God Squad on Facebook. It's your place to live your dreams, share some memes, and just be part of the family because we like you mm. just the way you are. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. Tired of ads? I am. <laughs> Join Nerd of Godcast Premium today to hear ad-free, non-locust-friendly listening. Prices start as low as $9.99.99.99.99 a month. Sign up today. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> we're just off the rails today. Like, I don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. I said, Adventure. Excitement. <laughs> uh, Jedi craves not these things. Um, I have some questions for you. Character from a movie or a video game. A famous flying he's from somewhere deep in space. It's time to find out from the his and hers. We're going to play a game called If We Were. Uh, tonight we're talking about kids stuff. And I want to take you guys uh, to a place where you have to answer this question. If we were forced to live in the universe of a children's television program, what world would you choose to live in? What kids' TV program from this point on for the rest of your life would you choose to exist and hopefully thrive in? Let's see who goes first. Um, he's been interrupting me all night. How about Neff? Uh, I like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Oh, really? Oh, that's cute. So that's a good answer. <laughs> Thanks, girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just love, I love the vibes. It's just, it seems so chill and everybody's so nice to each other. Except for the hand puppets who are weirdly mean. <laughs> <laughs> the vibes well, are immaculate. Yeah, so like, who, who's the one? She had that little uh, carousel museum. Is that Lady Lady Elaine Fairchild? Sure. She could creep me right out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Weird noses. Mm-hmm. 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 Weird noses mm-hmm. creep you out. So you ride the trolley around. You live in the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's Hang a good out answer. with the homies. That's a good answer. Good Thank answer. You. Good answer. All right. All right. Uh, let's keep going. Uh, what do you What do you say, uh, Julia? You know, I'm kind of torn, but um, I'm going to say Dora. The Dora. reason I say Dora, two reasons. One, I want to learn Spanish. I feel like she could help me. <laughs> That's true. She probably could help I me. feel like Watch she would Dora be very patient with me. that would me. be helpful. See, the actual reason that I need to be a part of Dora is because she says things multiple times, yeah. whereas I'm not always paying attention. Oh, so she's the good. perfect friend to have. That's so I was like, oh, what? Right. And she'll be like... What's over there? <laughs> I'll be on my phone scrolling. 
<laughs> What's over there? <laughs> oh, me? Yeah, you. Oh, I feel Wait, so included. I feel so included. Really good. <laughs> it's a fox burglar. <laughs> Did you know that Dora is 5'2"? I discovered this the other day. Dora's taller than me. She's supposed to be like seven years old. Uh, who? I'm you sorry. know what? That's Mexican effort. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you are going to live with giant five-year-olds. <laughs> Can you say problematic? <laughs> or oh, soy Dora. <laughs> Dora the Explorer is an absolute unit. <laughs> Uh, Boots, Boots is actually King Kong. <laughs> In fact, uh, Dora, I just heard, uh, will be playing middle linebacker from New York Giants. <laughs> you know, you can't steal the ball from her. You'd be like, swiper, no swiping. <laughs> All right, okay. Uh, Oliver, where are you living, baby? Um. Okay, so Arthur. <gasps> oh. Love it. And that's good because the Backstreet Boys are also in that universe. Yes. Oh. And, and actually, and Mr. Rogers was there, too. He, he visited uh, Arthur's neighborhood. Wait, uh-huh. so can we Before? hang out? Yeah, we probably could. <laughs> that's, the, that's the window. That's yeah. the crossover. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I watched it with my children. I watched it without my children. And <laughs> it, I thought it was a great cartoon. I can yeah. see you. Like, you have the nature of one of the Arthur characters. Like, yeah. that's your that's your vibe. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You should be wearing yeah. a sweater. I want to, yeah. I just want to, I'm going to change the picture that I have of you on my phone to give you little aardvark ears. <laughs> oh, he's an aardvark. He's an aardvark. Wait, is Arthur, Arthur, is Arthur right not an aardvark? He is definitely yeah, an aardvark. Oh, aardvark. I was going to say, I don't, yeah. did I just make that up? Okay. No, How come Arthur. I've never, like, He's Arthur. Charlotte, you're like equally as confused you, as I am, right? I'm so confused. Have you what, re- what animal did you think like he was? A, like, like a, a bear? bear? Have you guys never oh, read no. the books? Wait. wait, they never <laughs> like read the a- books. Oh. In the books, he's very clearly an aardvark. He has like a huge, long nose. That's yeah. true. This sign won't Forever. stop me. I can't, I can't. read. Forever <laughs> eating ants <laughs> all the time. Your mama says she's coming. Yo, yo, ma, dear. <laughs> I love Arthur memes. They're the best. I'm clenching my fist yeah. angrily by yes. my side. Uh, Lise Mati, where, where are you I, living? I'm now really caught up in trying to see an image of Arthur on an aardvark. <laughs> Well, wouldn't any well, you're going to find every picture of Arthur. <laughs> I'm scrolling the internet. Arthur as a human um, might get nightmares. So, yeah. um, Isn't that just John Legend? It's, it's Dudley Moore. <laughs> I, wow. I think... I, see, I was struggling. I wasn't 100% sure. Charlotte said something earlier, which I think is going to be your answer, which is the superior answer. Wait, are you going to steal her answer? Swipe or no not, swiping? It's not going to be my answer. Oh, wait. So you can take okay, it. Okay, then yes. Because my original answer was going to be the big comfy couch because oh. I love Ned the Clown. Yeah. yeah. And I love Molly. And I just feel like I would do well there in that Plus environment. I would couch. do well. You know? <laughs> like, I feel like... These are my people. The culture <laughs> there would be nice. Yeah, yeah, I've seen you on a big comfy couch. That is your and natural habitat. Like, nothing sounds better to me than that. That, um, except, <laughs> but then Charlotte made this suggestion, and it really opened my eyes. Living in Bluey World would be oh. also amazing because they're doggies, they're adorable, Australian. they're Australian. Little Australian dogs. <laughs> I have never seen that show. Pretty sure that dingoes, aren't they? And there's an episode of Bluey where dogs. they eat these dumplings, and the dumplings look really good. I want to play keepy uppy. I do. I know. Every time my dog wants to get on my bed now, I always go, do you want keepy-uppy? And that's what I call it whenever Max wants to get on my bed now. I watched an episode the other day where they were playing a game called Pass the Parcel. But it was past the parcel. <laughs> <laughs> so all day I just kept walking around going, 
Possum possum. <laughs> British Australian dogs. I love the one. I love the one where they're trying to get Chinese takeout, but the the, the puppies want. They just keep wanting to drink from the water spigot that's outside, and it just. And they're using menus. It's just it, it, if you've never seen Bluey, none of this makes sense. I'll take a character. I just Kara. watch Bluey for fun. It like is for myself. It is a completely children. appropriate show for adults to watch yeah. because it is written not in a crass or crude adult way, but in a way that adults will immediately be like, "Yep, I get it," especially. If you yeah. have little kids, you'll go, yep, yep, absolutely. <laughs> this, this was written by someone who knows. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really beautiful. And the episodes are only a few minutes long, yeah. and, and there's no wasted episode of Blue. They're funny. Just, they're great. And there's like 52 episodes per season. They went hard on that <laughs> They playlist. just released a new season on Disney+. Plus. And yep. they're so good. Yeah. Charlotte, where are you living? Um, okay, do y'all remember Little Bear? Yeah. Yes. Little Bear. Everybody was so nice in Little Bear. Mm-hmm. It was so peaceful, so I'm going to live in Little Bear world. Little Bear world. Aww. It was pretty peaceful. Or I thought about Little Bear or Franklin. Yeah, they kind of come in the yeah, same vein. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I get that. Maybe a little crossover. Maybe Too nature little... for me, but I respect it. Yeah, yeah, it's like a little little yeah. hundred acre woods there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Little Bear exactly. was so chill. His theme song was like Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> it was like really relaxing, like flute music. Well, let's talk about <laughs> little Einstein. <gasps> Wait. <laughs> oh, snap. Nick, I would like to change my answer. Nick, where you living, man? That's my answer. Little Einstein's <laughs> idea. That was what reminded me to call the on Wonder Nick. Pets would have been in there somewhere. Wonder, <gasps> Wonder Pets. Pets. I would love to live with the Wonder Pets. There's That's an also a very peaceful show. This is serious. We have to help him. Lenny, Tug, Ling Ling, too. Oh, my gosh. What's that one show with the pigs? Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig. Oh, I can't whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Granny. <laughs> What's whistling anyway? I'm using a computer. Sorry, you forgot the name of Peppa Pig. <laughs> I did. <laughs> What's that pig show? <laughs> like Peppa is a common name. Yeah, I knew it. It was a pig, salt, and that's all salt I remember. Pig, salt pig. Salt pig. <laughs> <laughs> Salted bacon. Salted bacon. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> this just got sad. Oh Peppa. Now I want chimichangas and some bacon. <laughs> um, Together. Yeah. Yeah, together. Uh, okay, so I, I think this is a kid's show. I mean, I, it counts as a kid's show because it was from my childhood. My default answer, and it's kind of a little piggyback off of Neff, I think it would be awesome to live on Sesame Street. Mm. Like, just, uh, just straight sure. up to live mm-hmm. on Sesame Street. Yeah. But then I thought it would be really rad to live in the show Captain and the Game Master. Don't know what that is. Uh, Captain and the Game Master was about a little kid that got sucked into his Nintendo, and he lived in all of the Nintendo worlds. And that would be kind of cool, because you could just go from one video game to another video game and live inside of them. Yeah. Through, through the warp zone. So you could live in Castlevania, or you could live in Donkey Kong Country, or you could live in Metro. Or you could, so that that would that would be kind of a neat world to live in. But, Tetris, but I, there, yes, indeed. But other than that, that I, it, my default answer would definitely be growing up on the street, man. Bust open a fire hydrant, chilling with Bert and Ernie, whatever it takes, man. So, um, I love that. Well, we would love to know what you guys, where you would live if you lived yeah. in a uh, kids' TV show, because there is just so much, uh, so much to talk about there, and um, and we want to hear from you. In fact, speaking of hearing from somebody, sick of the ads? Join Nerd of Godcast Premium today to experience a whole new level of connectivity. Have access to all of our amazing content from any app like iTunes, Spotify, Facebook, Twitter, the PlayStation app, Uber, Uber Eats, Uber Sweets, Uber Yeats, Angry Birds, Windows 95, an actual Apple, and more. Get it now for the low, low price of just 500 Kolkatan rupees per month. Sign up today. 
Well, we're glad to be able to hear anytime we can from one of our listeners, but we have a couple listeners that have written in, and you know what? You guys know what time it is? What, what time, time is, is it? it? Mail time. Mail, Mail time. time. Makes Mail. me want to wag my tail. Time. That's from <laughs> That was a mess. We bumbled that. Yeah, it's all right. That was, uh, it's all right. It was good, good first effort, you guys. I got the reference. We need you guys to write in more so that we can try to perfect this over we the next couple We gave it our episodes. Mexican effort. Oh, oh. no. That's it. We're done with that one. All right. Um, all right so uh, we, have some, we have some letters from some listeners, and um, I, I'd love to hear what they have to say. Lise Mata, you have those. Yes, sir. We Tell got- us. Kyle Johnson on Facebook said, On episode 5 of Full Relistening, it's the episode with Josh Martin on Back to the Future Day and the House of Ideas topic, what would Back to the Future 4's plot be? Wait, pause. Do you remember House of Ideas? Yeah. That was fun. That's a classic. We should bring that back. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. it would be fun. Forgive me. The Force Awakens hasn't come out yet, and as a thank you to the cast, Tony Talavera bought tickets for everyone to go see it on opening day. I'm so Mm. impressed with the audio quality. Usually starter episodes of a podcast don't sound great, but these sound just as good then as they do now. Thanks for seven years of games, laughs, and company. Thank you, Kyle. Uh, All credit goes to uh, producer Steve-O, who really was making the best of a rough situation. We were recording literally like in an attic, the rat cave above a gym. Uh, We called it the the rat cave because there were actual rats crawling up the walls and on the rafters above us uh, while we recorded. It was... That's really cute. It was a delight. It it was It was like Ratatouille, but disgusting. It was like Ratatouille. Ratatouille. (laughs) Ratatouille. But disgusting. Yeah, that's fun. We have we've been doing this for seven years, Neffy. That's a lot. That's a lot. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, we, what else we got? Lose money. Um, James Hudgens on Patreon said oh. after two months of listening every weekday for eight hours. Wait. Well, what? Well, hold on. <laughs> I don't know if that's a typo. I'm so sorry if it's not. I finally listened to every last second of the Nerd of Cod. The Nerd of Godcast is published. Hearing my shout out on the most recent episode was definitely a great way to finish it out for now. I choked on my spit when you guys said my name. Mm. All of you have been a huge blessing on my life, and I hope everybody I've shared this with can eventually say the same. It's absolutely <laughs> crazy that I got to meet both the Nerd of God and the Christian Nerd without even realizing for how long everybody in Orlando had waited for that moment. The whole city was waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Almost glad I didn't meet Steve-O or Nick because finding out they both end up getting married and one of them has a kid will be like a huge spoiler. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's true. It is true. Uh, uh, that is awesome. That yeah. is awesome. Wow. James Hudgens became one of our Patreon sponsors. I remember meeting him at, uh, at MegaCon, getting in contact with him uh, right afterwards. And, uh, boy, that's that's really fantastic. Thank that's you, James. Cool. That's Don't, really hey, hey, awesome. James, James. This is the second time we talked about you. Try Don't to dis- choke this yeah, Don't choke. Down. Don't choke. Spits nasty. <laughs> we have that effect. Spits nasty. That's my rap name. Spits nasty. Charlotte can hardly contain herself. Easy A via email says, I am fairly, I'm a fairly new listener and I just listened to the Star Wars play episode. But I got an idea. What if y'all brought back for a special recording Christian and Tori and make a recording of the entire Star Wars play and remember to do the funny voices? Oh, that was fun. That, the Star Wars drama, Shakespeare's Star Wars, was a lot of fun. That was and wonderful. Uh, I would listen, would I'm I'm a huge fan of like the theater of the mind, radio dramas. Would you guys be opposed to doing like a little radio play? 
I'd be Let's down. Let's do it. I'd never love to do that. Yeah, it was kind of like what a, a murder Genius. mystery was. Yeah, yeah, but a little I more scripted. I love the murder mystery. All right, ECA. <laughs> <That's>, um, <laughs> I love you so It's funny. I, I was I was actually corresponding back and forth with a listener yesterday, uh, Weston Johnson. Um, and oh, Weston. Yeah, what a great name. Yeah, and Weston and, and his, his wife, Lisa oh. Ann, West L.A., they were telling me um, about... Uh, he was telling me about his nephew, a 13-year-old nephew named Brayden, uh, has gotten into the podcast, and he's gone back to episode one and started listening through from the beginning. I did And that. he is really, really jazzed to be Aww. a part of it, and um, he was really, really excited, so I gave him a, a little bit of a shout-out today here. So thanks, Brayden. Yeah, by, the time, Brayden. by the time you eventually hey, get to hear, it won't take you very long if you listen eight hours a day every week, <laughs> <laughs> as it turns out. But um, That's really cool, though. That, that is really cool. And you know what? This actually kind of gave me an idea before when we were kind of getting set up in here uh ollie you were talking about a podcast that you were listening to it was like a um a rewatch podcast yes i how would you guys feel about the idea and this may be a little indulgent of going back to season one and listening to some of these old episodes and doing like a little rewatch like we talk about our own things is that like a snake swallowing its own tail is that a little weird I think snippets would be good. And, oh, no, no, I mean not replaying them, but just like going, go, like we would listen to them and then kind of talk about what what it back oh, in, back yeah. in the day. Yeah, our <laughs> It's just oh, just a thought, just a thought of something that we can kind of do on on the, on cool. the side. It's I've, there's a lot of shows, The Office and 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 the the Scrubs uh, show and and um, the Scrubs, the, the West Wing, and and all of these different shows that are that are doing like these rewatch kind of podcasts. And I, I thought it would be an interesting thing to go back. So as after um, Kyle sent his message, and I went back and listened to that episode, which is episode six. Uh, it was on Back to the Future Day, the day that Marty McFly went into 2015, and I started listening to the episode, and I was like, I forgot about a lot of these things that we used to do. This is a lot of fun. And uh, I haven't listened to it in, I mean, probably ever since we first did it. So um, I would be very keen on going back. So that's just kind of an idea that's all in the aether, and these messages have inspired us. If you wanted to get in touch with us, you can reach out to us through any of our podcast uh, platforms on social media. Uh, you can email nerdogodcast at gmail.com, messages on Patreon, on Facebook. Uh, we would love to hear from you and um, have Lee Smotty read your mail. Because yeah. my dad was a mailman. That is true. Can we call it that? Lee Smotty reads your mail. Lee Smotty reads your mail. <laughs> <laughs> Subtitle, because her dad's a mailman. <laughs> <laughs> How do you say mailman in Spanish, Lee Smotty? Cartero. Cartero. Um, Lee Smotty, su cartera. Oh, it doesn't work that way, but okay. It doesn't work that way? <laughs> cartera means purse. <laughs> I think it what works that purse. way perfectly. <laughs> and we're all part of the car cartero. Cartel. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was my best Mexican effort. Oh, oh, oh. still doing that one. No, one. Oh, I guess we're going back. Still on that. <laughs> All right. You know what? I'm so sorry. I well, let, let's pause real quick, and we're going to take a break. We will be right back. Sick and tired of the ads? Join her to Godcast Premium today and get access to a plethora of amazing items like a rake, a throw pillow, a shrunken whale shark. The Alphabet, a dollop of Daisy brand sour cream, a jar of Bohemian scars, a PlayStation 8, a black zebra with white stripes, a white zebra with black stripes, an Irish shanty quartet, and more. Get it today for the low cost of four doubloons. Sign up today.
I feel like I have to be like Archibald Asparagus and come in and say, everybody does not get a water buffalo. <laughs> People are going to start writing angry letters. Where's my water buffalo? I, I want a water, bu- water buffalo. And are, are you, you prepared, prepared to deal with that? that? I, don't I don't think, think so. So stop being so silly. <laughs> Thank you, Charlotte. <laughs> ah, that, per- that perfectly segues into <laughs> what, a segue. what we're talking about tonight. We're going to be talking about kids programs, Christian kids programs. And, uh, and, and I cannot wait to peel back the layers of the onion and talk about some of the fun and atrocious things that Mm -hmm. we have exposed kids to in the name (laughs) of growing them up in the the fear and admonition of the Lord. But before we do that, we have one last thing. It is time for today's Best Thing Ever! And on today's Best Thing Ever... We are looking back at last time when we had the uh, Ecto-1 against the Gadget Mobile. And I thought that this was going to be a complete shutout. I thought this was going to be Ecto-1 for the win, hands down. Mm -hmm. This was a tight, tight race. The edge did go to the Ecto-1, but uh, but it was about, it was 60 to 40. So it was a pretty, pretty tight, pretty tight race. So go, go Gadget, hanging in there. Um, so Ecto One moves on in the brackets yes. tonight. We have the Mirthmobile from Wayne's World. Does anybody even know what that is? Nope, no. Uh, what is that? What they the, they, the Pinto? It, it was it was it was a uh, AMC Pacer. Pacer. That's it, what they jammed to uh, Bohemian Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody, in, right? and yeah. yeah. So it was Garth. It was a, a, a light blue. You've never seen Wayne's World? Me either. No. Fix that now. You brown, yes, Charlotte Hannah. You brown. Um, that's your homework assignment, Charlie. The intern is you're going to watch Wayne's World, not Wayne's World Two. Okay. Um, you'll you'll watch a couple. Did they make a new? No, that's Bill and Ted. They made mm-hmm. Bill and Ted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, watch a couple of the SNL skits first, and okay. then watch Wayne's World the movie. You need the, you need the skits as kind of a foundation of what the universe is. Then watch the movie. The movie's it's it's pretty solid. Pretty solid. Is that the fun. one where he, he, he like plays drums and it's like all crazy and then he goes, I like to play. I like to play. Yeah. I've seen that. You, so you saw Wayne's World? No, just that scene. Oh, just that scene. Okay. <laughs> um, so, it, yeah, it's Garth's car from Wayne's World, a 1975, 76 AMC Pacer, uh, blue with little flames painted on the side and a little ball on the top with that they could dispense red rope licorice from. They could just pull That's licorice from the ceiling of their car and just had a licorice dispenser there, which I'm not going to lie, was, was a goal for me. Yeah, why not? I feel like that would get really hot under the roof of the car. You're assuming that the licorice would last long enough for it to get hot. <laughs> yeah. Is it a never-ending supply, it's or a, is it, like, practical? No, let's be real. It's okay? a winter snack. Oh, forgive It's me. a winter snack. Let's be realistic. It's a right? winter snack. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> uh, so we have the Mirthmobile, Garth Algar's Mirthmobile, versus... The Mach 5 from Speed Racer. Ooh, that's a slick ride. That's fast, I bet. Uh, yeah, it's it's the fastest. Go Speed that's Racer, go. That's me trying to be relevant when people are talking about <laughs> Wow, I bet that's a fast, fast car. car. <laughs> <laughs> bet it's got tires and everything. Wow. Uh, the Mach 5 is a it's a white sports car with a big letter M on the on the hood of it, but it's got all kinds of gadgets and things like that, and it drives fast. Gadgets. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So you can vote for that on our Facebook small group, the Nerd of God Squad. Poll will be live at the time of this episode, and you can let us know which of these vehicles is, in your opinion, the best, best thing, thing ever. Um, Sick of the ads. <laughs> Absolutely flipping disgusted Flippin by the ads. Try to earn a Godcast premium. You still have ads. 
We also get loads of content like this. Get it today for the low, low cost <laughs> of three European dragon eggs per month. Sign up today. I kind of yeah. want to sign up. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's working. It's, I'm sold. So many ads at once. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> Listen, I subscribe to so many different things. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. I, I mean, that's probably going to be more actually more useful to me than Amazon Prime is. And honestly. more affordable. And more affordable. Uh, Rings of uh, Power is staying pretty good, though. Not going to lie. Agreed. Uh, not for European dragon eggs. So. Not for kids, though. Very violent show. Oh. Kids, kids programming is um is very interesting, and I grew up in the '80s, which I would um, dare say is the high watermark of kids television programming. I mean, yeah. just like opening the floodgates of so many iconic cartoon characters and, and kids programs, um, and, and and I think that continued on through the '90s. We have different generations represented uh, in this circle here. Uh, Kids of the of the seventies and eighties, and in myself and Oliver, uh, kids of the nineties, and even uh, a kid of today in in the lovely uh, Charlotte over here. It's me. <laughs> I am. I'm. My head is swimming right now, and I'm feeling like, who? Why am I feeling so like buzzy right now? And I realize it's because Charlotte is just going to town on her dry erase marker Listen, board. My ADHD is flaming right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Which, literally just uh, writing the alphabet. <laughs> don't you hate when your ADHD flares up? <laughs> I think I just put some tussin on it. Yeah. I think that's why the kids programming today for Charlotte's generation, or maybe it's a result of, is so different than it was when 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 I was a kid. Yeah, like shows today are so manic and frantic and and in short bursts. Uh, when I was a kid, it was very very different. Um, let's talk a little bit about this, but I want to talk about this from a Christian perspective. Now, not everybody here grew up in a Christian household watching kids' Christian programs. I certainly didn't. We watched the shows that the Christian families banned. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize I didn't realize that like Masters of the Universe was not like something that you were allowed to watch if you grew up in a in a Bible believing household. No, Pokemon. No, Pokemon was banned hardcore. Very you could nice. not watch Pokemon, man. That was how the devil got in you. What and about Digimon? I, I, you know, nobody cared about Digimon, and they oh. still don't. Well, devil light, mm-hmm. <laughs> the diet coke of of demonic pocket monsters. <laughs> um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. When I first became a Christian, there was like this woman that that went to church with my family. Was her kids were not allowed to watch Ninja Turtles, and I didn't understand why. And it was because, well, that's 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 demonic, you know. And I I didn't know, I didn't see it, but I didn't grow up watching kids Christian programming. Did did you guys? Did any of you, as children? Uh, were you? I, I'm going to say subjected. I feel like I'm default coming at this from a negative standpoint. Did, were any of you subjected to, forced to, relegated to, or did your family give preference to Christian programming for you as a child? Uh, I didn't get any preference to it, but I was exposed to the actually very high quality Veggie Tales. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. Which I think is the 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 mark. It for is. Every, it is definitely the high water mark. Yeah, of for kids. for every other Christian children's programming show it, like they're the the top-notch stuff yeah yeah clever and, well-produced yeah and 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 just fun to watch and uh i literally had an entire uh dr- dresser drawer dedicated to vhs tapes of veggie tales yeah. growing up which tony once called the crisper <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where you put all your veggies right yeah, yeah. yeah. it was, it was perfect uh, name so 
that I think growing up with that, even though I didn't grow up in necessarily like like church going household, my parents were Christians and they wanted me to be exposed to that kind of stuff. And so they gave me VeggieTales to kind of give me sun, <laughs> Sunday morning values I'm with Saturday, Saturday morning, morning fun. fun. That's right. Yeah, VeggieTales is definitely the, I, I think that's the start uh, of, of great Christian kids programming. Some people might argue, but I've spent a lot of time in preparation for this episode going back and watching pre-VeggieTales era kids Christian programming. Yeesh. Mm. It is rough. Old Davy. Uh, Davy, and, Davy? Is it Davy? Davy and Goliath. Yeah. Uh, Ollie, do you remember Davy and Goliath? Not really. Okay, so Davy and Goliath was was a, a claymation show. <gasps> I love claymation. That came out in the '60s and really, I mean, really kind of ran. I saw uh, in in my research, I saw a Davy and Goliath like public service ad that at the end of it had a website. So you, so it must have been like a more modern thing. It was like for more information, go to lutheranhelpline.com/serve and I was like well, whatever the website was. No. Uh, don't go to that website cuz I can't control what what is actually on that <laughs> website. It might be a made up thing. But um but it was like, "Oh, so Davey so it was a boy and his dog." That would have all the. It was actually created and produced by Art Clokey, who did Gumby. I was about to say it's from oh. Gumby. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the, 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 you know, Davy would you know would be like, oh, I want to go. I think it's okay for me to cross the road at the when I'm not at the the street, the crosswalk. And the dog would be like, I don't know, Davy. Jaywalking is a sin. <laughs> Jaywalking is a sin. <laughs> Anyways, they would go through little moral you know conundrums and try to learn things together and bring it back to a, a Christian standpoint. Um, I don't know how well it aged. I do know that I think it was Comedy Central or one of these shows did a uh, Adult, Adult Swim. Swim, did a kind of knockoff on that that was very, yeah. very dark and cynical and biting uh, later on, but uh, sort of a, a cut from the same cloth of that. Uh, Charlotte, you grew up in a Christian household. Uh, did your parents uh, set you down with DVDs of, of kids' Christian programming? Um, I mean... I wouldn't say that I was subjected or, like, forced to watch Christian children's programming, but I thoroughly enjoyed VeggieTales. Okay, so you, I feel like I, subjected, I like, I'm, I'm picturing you, like, in a clockwork orange, like, strapped down with your eyes peeled open, <laughs> like, forced to watch episodes of Gospel Bill or something like that. I think I get it now, sir. <laughs> um, I'm not allowed to watch Clockwork. Um, no, I, w- I wouldn't. It's a watch terrible it. movie to watch. <laughs> I don't want you to watch it. I don't want anybody Talking to watch about it. Christian children's programming today, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, no, no, I wasn't forced to watch any of it, but I mean, my parents liked when I watched it. I'm sure because it was, you know, Jesus and not, yeah, you know, the Dragon Ball cat G. dog, which is not how God intended it. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Lord made cats and dogs, and He made them separate. <laughs> Nary the Twain shall meet. <laughs> That is where an all, amazing that's, theme song, though, i got to say. It's where this, this generation's gender dysphoria came from was cat dog. It con- confuses people. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so I watched, I thoroughly enjoyed VeggieTales. I have very fond memories of VeggieTales. Do you remember anything? So, I mean, VeggieTales is exactly what it is, but beyond VeggieTales, do you have any remembering of shows? Yeah, so we watched Bible Man. Bible Man. Man. <laughs> Do you guys remember Bible Man? No, I've literally it's, seen that tales. Okay, so Bible Man was like this Bible superhero, and his armor was the armor of, of God. God. Yeah. Oh, sick. But he was purple and yellow. Not mm. not he was purple and yellow, but like Bible um, Man's colors. Yeah. He wore this like bright purple armor. Fluorescent. Was, yeah, fluorescent. And In my mind, Bible. I, can I ask <laughs> questions before we tell me what? Yeah, the answer please. Are? Okay, Bible Man. 
Was it like set in Bible times? No. Was no. It, okay, so it was modern day. Modern day. Modern yep. day. Okay. 2005. And he fought in America. <laughs> in America. In, yeah. Okay. In America. White America. And fought against fighting. Uh, like sort of villains that represented moral conundrums. Like, oh, this you know, seems sticky. Wait, yeah. Wait, what, what kind of? <laughs> yeah. So, this so seems sticky. Very Let's talk car- about it. cartoony villains. I can't remember any of their specific names or or, or templates. But all I remember uh, is there's a TikTok I saw one time where he was where he was like a woman and he was like. I'm not falling for your for your <laughs> temptations. I love Jesus. Yeah, so they all represent different woman. kind of temptations. Like one of them may be about like telling lies, or one of them might be about stealing, or mm-hmm. you know whatever those things are. And they would all be very cartoony, Robbie Rotten esque okay. uh, villains. Yeah. You know. Can I change my answer from last time to Lazy Town? <laughs> <laughs> that show was nightmare fuel. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Bible Man, and it was he was played by Willie Ames, who was famous from like mainstream TV shows like uh, Charles in Charge oh. and uh, things like that. Oh. So yeah, um, but it was a cartoon. No, no, it was live no, action. Live action. They have a cartoon. So much better. Yeah, no. if you can picture, show you pictures. picture oh, purple gosh. Batman with a lightsaber, and you'll and, no, and, and, that's yes. and no ears and Jesus. Yeah, so um, no ears. Bible Man was really cheesy, but the cool thing about Bible Man was it knew that it was cheesy and it steered into it and actually was very self-aware, which made it fun to watch. Yeah. And um, yeah, there there he is. And and Bible Man was um, they, they would do do live shows and they, they would they would have whole like like theaters like a, 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 that kids would come and they would pay tickets to go see the live. Episode, the, uh, they come see churches like big mega churches that would have Bible Man live on I did stage. Not know this. I'd go see Bible Man live on stage. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, you know. And it was it it, it wasn't a trash alternative to superheroes. Um, it was just as cheesy as you think it would be, but all in all the right ways. Yeah, Bible Man. Bible Man's a great it's answer. About as cheesy as all the '90s Marvel and DC shows. Yeah, were. it was no less cheesy than like Big Bad Beetleborgs or yeah. you know things like that, or like or, the, the Flash TV show, or, or anything after Power Rangers season two. Yeah. Uh, Ollie, do you remember kids' Christian programs from when you were a kid? Not really. No. 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 I mean, I did grow up in a Christian home, but I didn't really watch that much uh, youth-centered uh, <laughs> Christian programming. No, so nothing at all. Like even kind of like as you went. Do you remember uh, Superbook? I remember oh, the name, but I, I it wasn't something that I watched. They remade Superbook. They did remake yeah. Superbook. Yes, Superbook. Super, 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 super Superbook. Book. Superbook is a staple in kids' church right now. Yeah. 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 You, New Superbook. You, you used to show that to your kids, didn't you, Lise Money? I did. I love Superbook, and my students loved <laughs> Superbook. It's just really like high quality for. A, like a gospel. Isn't it sad things? that you have to? You were gonna say for a for a, like for a Christian. <laughs> isn't it sad that like we lower the bar? If it, well, if it's Jesusy, it's a little less good. I mean, that's just historically been the case. I mean, he's. I know he is They're the King of Kings, right? and he has the cattle on a thousand hills, but he doesn't have he doesn't Pixar have <laughs> just yet. I beg to differ. I think of Joseph and the King of Dreams <laughs> and the Prince of Egypt. Hallelujah. Listen, the Prince of Egypt. Yeah. The yeah. Prince of Egypt can go toe to toe with any Disney movie ever. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to uh-huh. say. So that's uh, when I was thinking. About it, I was like, "What else have I seen that's like children for children?" But that wasn't Christian. Christian. That was that was Dreamworks. Steel, DreamWorks. Yeah. And technically, more. No, no, what about Joseph and the like the other one? It's the same thing. Yeah. No, that's about. The, Joseph yeah. from the Bible. And, 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 and Prince of Egypt is about Moses from the Bible. Right. But they were made by some nice Jewish boys 
who yeah. were doing it that's with, a, that's with all Jewish. So, yeah, it so was maybe, it's all basically it was it was biblical, but it wasn't really Christian. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, it was good, and you can show it in church, right? Like it's it's solid. Uh, oh they God. covered they covered the ground. It was it was made big it, actors, big actors, big actors. Ben Affleck was in Joseph King. He was the main actor in Joseph. King. Val Kilmer was Moses. Yeah, and uh, Patrick Stewart, Michelle was, Michelle Pfeiffer, and wow. uh, Sandra Bullock, Sandra Bullock, Jeff Goldblum. I didn't know Aaron. any of that. Jeff Goldblum was Aaron. Uh, and then Ray Fine. Uh, yeah. uh, Steve Steve Martin and Martin Short. Yeah. yeah. They were great in that. Man, I just rewatched The Prince of Egypt the other day. It's so good. Because a friend, me, me and a friend were talking about the music, and I was like, oh, I need to. Oh, and I'm reading music. Exodus right now, so I'm like, oh, I need to go back I mean, and the, watch that. Dude. The big song from that was sung by Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston. Literally. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, so Truth. that's how you know it's Christian. <laughs> <laughs> the original Superbook was kind of an anime show, and I, we've talked about it on the show before about kids that the Bible got like zapped by a computer or something like that, so they could use it to travel back to in the Bible <laughs> stories. I guess that's the the concept of the new Superbook as well. Which I think is a great concept. That's I don't understand cool. why we can't be creative and fun with like Christian shows and making like. Mm. Yes, I mean Superbook's good, and I think that they're getting better. But I think that's just because the technology to make good-looking animation is cheaper now. Yeah. Or that the world is just making crappier animation now, and so the the playing field is a little bit leveled. I don't think so. uh, do you remember Three Two One Penguins? Oh yeah, yeah. same people I made always saw, Yeah, I always saw the ads for Three Two One Penguins they were great. on the Veggie, Veggie Tales. Tales. Yeah, it was kind of like Penguins of Madagascar meets Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, it was you great. You unlocked a core memory. You were like, you know 321 Penguins earlier? And I was like, I don't have no idea what that is. And you're like, it's Penguins, whatever. And you played the thing for me and it I, immediately, like, without even looking it at it, I just, you back. like, I Sigil. heard it start and Sigil. immediately it unlocked all these memories of, oh, I didn't realize I had, like, a crevasse in my brain where that, that was resided. the big guy. <laughs> Evan. In, in, in the cleft of the rock. <laughs> there was another show, um, called What's in the Bible. With Buck Denver. Yes. Yes. It was so good. It was so funny. And I might be making this up and this may not be a Christian show, but for whatever reason, I feel like it was. Where it was like lions in the library. No, that's that's between the lions. But that's between the lions. That's a PBS show. Yeah, but they did but show. they did give out between the lines books at Chick-fil-A one time, which yes, makes it an honorary it Christian yes, show. <laughs> I don't know why I thought there was like biblical like concepts taught. I've never lions, seen it. Aslan, Jesus. Yeah. It all comes Mufasa. together. Mufasa. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so so the what's in the Bible was kind of like so it was created by Phil Vischer, who from VeggieTales. And it was almost like Sesame Street, kind of like a, a puppet skit sort of thing. But they dove into some actual like theology. Yeah, they did. It was like it was like a theology class, and but with the funny. Muppets, and it was funny. Like it, literally in the theme song, one of the lines, the <laughs> the puppet looks at the other puppet, and he's like, "I don't think your hair is pliable." Like what? That's a line from the theme song. Well, because it rhymes with "Is it true or is it reliable?" Right. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah, uh, I, and that's one of the ones you can see still on a lot of like streaming services. I, I recommend it's it's great, especially if you watch it with your kids because it can create a lot of good conversations about real Christian, like real theological issues. Like they really talk about the Bible. It's not just well, here's a story and this man got swallowed by a whale. You won't remember the flannel graph parts of it as much as you'll remember why and what does this represent. Like they really dig into the the scriptural part. Is it on right now? I think it is on right now. Yeah. Uh, oh, nice. There's a show that came out in like 2007 to 2009, like that span of time, called Friends and Heroes. Okay. And it's also on Right Now Media now. I just found out about it. But uh, I was in the hospital a little ways back, and I remember laying in my hospital bed and putting that show on. And it was because there was a channel dedicated to that show. 
where literally they they ran the entire show throughout the whole day, and it was just like uh, this main character Mackie. It was set back in like post post Bible uh, Constantinople. Okay. And it, is, it, you mean Istanbul? Istanbul. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Not not Constantinople. It's nobody's business but the Turks. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but uh, it's like there's that, and there's the Roman siege of Jerusalem. It like goes through all those things, but then like somebody will do something, and the main character will go, "Wait a minute! Before you do that, let me tell you this story from the Bible." And then it has like this Bible story that's in 3D animation. Okay. And it's like the Ice Age kid. That's the way all the people look. And oh, it's, it's kind of hard to look weird. at. Unfortunate. Oh. Yeah, it's hard to look at. Put a put a pin in that. Julia and I have something we need to share with everybody. We oh. We're going to come back to it. Yeah, Liz Mati, do you remember the the um? Do you like growing up in Puerto Rico? Like I'm, I know things would be a little bit different. Do you remember that when you were a kid? If there were any of these shows that were like in Spanish or maybe that were exclusively you know like a Latin children's television production for kids for in, in about like Christianity. Christ- yeah. Not that I can. Th- so, like, we in our house were very like Americanized in the things that like we were exposed to. Um, like intentionally, my mom really wanted us to learn English from like young. She wanted us to be bilingual, so we really didn't even watch like local media, like local Spanish media things. Like, I watched everything. I watched was like, for the most part like American. Not okay. everything, but it was very like picky, choosy, like. The, the veggie tales, um, the penguins. We had a lot of the like VHS, um, like creation Bible story ones. Okay. The ones that had like the really like dramatic music. At the yeah, 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 yeah. Those are really good. Um, I remember, like we had several of those, and I remember watching those. Um, Did you have the uh, salty? Oh my gosh, yes. So we didn't, uh, Tony. Uh, Ruining my child. So I'm so sorry. So there was that salties. I had this. Do you, Bible. Do you guys remember salty? I have Not at no all. idea what that is. Salty is a anthropomorphic psalm book, oh. like a big blue book with a face on the spine of them and arms and legs. And so oh. we had this big oh. blue oh. Bible. <laughs> I think we just we yeah. just unlocked something unlocked for Charlotte it, right? too. <laughs> the big we had this big blue Bible and it was a salty Bible and he was like the main character inside of it and he had like his whole family of books. Salty. P S A L T Y. Oh my salty. gosh! Oh, I, don't I thought it was like you. the salt of the earth. Or, I don't know. I forgot. It's probably about both that. of those things. What? And um. I was obsessed with it when I was little. We would like we would <laughs> look through that. it, and we would look at we would look at the characters, and we would pick who was who. And I was the pink one, and Princey was the yellow one, and like everyone was a character, and it was our favorite thing. And then today, Tony taught me that there was a live action salty show. And that and this feels very wrong, and it wrong. ruined everything. So that, the live action salty wrong. was kind of the Christian answer to Barney. Uh, because we know bi- that dinosaurs aren't from the Bible, right? right so, of course not. so you've got to have this creepy, I mean, blue painted. It, it looks like a cross between Ronald McDonald, a giant book that wants to kill you, and Tobias Funke. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
It's very off-putting. It's wearing it's wearing uh, some cut-off jeans. Sure, sure. It is. It's a never nude. <laughs> it made me so uncomfortable, and I feel very violated. Well, to be fair, he doesn't look much better animated. No. No, yes, he does. Look he how looks- adorable he is animated. He has a whole little Bible book family. They that did later on do a puppet show version of him, which was much cuter. And That's not awesome. as creepy. If you if you Google live action salty p s a l t y, uh, I just want to apologize to you from the Nerdy Godcast. As I, <laughs> as I scroll, he changes. Terrible. It's horrifying, right? It's as I terrible. scroll, he changes shades. Changes. However form. bad, and there's so many other things. I mean, I didn't forget some of the deep cut stuff like McGee and Me. I didn't forget like Adventures in Odyssey or Gerbert. Um, but Gerbert. but I want. You remember, do you remember Gerbert? These um, things are, you are unlocking some <laughs> weird memories, man. I know Gogurt. But Julia and I, um, uh, oh. in, in the name of research, oh, no. we watched a movie together. Oh, no, we did. Called Joshua <laughs> and the Holy Land. Oh, gosh. Oh, no, I hate that. You watched watch the whole thing. <laughs> I hate that. We thing. watched the entire thing. It was over an hour. Yeah, it was like a full what? length thing. You can watch it all on YouTube. I, I insist. No, no, no. If you watch it, don't watch clips of it. Watch the whole thing. What's it called? Joshua and the Holy Land. It is the story of a little lion... Who, whose father is a jerk and his uh-huh. mother is in, a, in an unhappy marriage and he just wants to go play and the demon bubblehead appears in his room <laughs> and an angel takes him, a little angel, what was the angel's name? What was the, no de- idea. What was the demon's name? Bubblehead? Bu- <laughs> bubblehead. This one? Yeah, that's the one. Joshua it is- in the Promised Land. What am I looking at? What is that? That is really good animation. Oh, I love that. I've seen memes from that. <laughs> this looks like Roblox. That is. I'm uncomfortable. It's okay. So that's fully rendered. When we were watching, <laughs> we were watching it, and at first Tony put it on as kind of like a joke, like "Oh, this is kind of a weird thing," and we watched the whole the whole thing. thing. <laughs> and then at the end, I think my favorite part is like oh, the animation's like you know I don't know how old it is. Does it? Can someone like verify how old this? Uh, movie two, was? From two thousand three. Two thousand three. Oh. So the animation it's as old as me, right? So and it's about ten years newer than Veggie Tales. Just so you guys can, can right. frame that. And in the your animation mind. is it's awful. trash. However, my favorite part is at the end of it, like the credits were happening, <laughs> and then it's like, thank you to everyone who like put this together, or whatever, like the thank yous, and then it goes like, this took like three years to. Me. Yeah, <laughs> Monsters Inc. came out two years before that movie. This is the IMDb description. <laughs> oh, no. Faced with a tough home life, Joshua Carter, <laughs> who is a, he's a little lion, right? Jo- who is it? He's a little naked lion too, right? He's oh. a lion person, but he's not wearing any clothes. It's true. So it's the most uncomfortable version of a lion yeah, person. I hate everything about this. Faced with a tough home life, Joshua Carter and his guardian angel, Christopher Andrew Eugene Boziani. Oh yes, and what? he was very like, hey, I'm. Uh-huh. Adventure into the heart of the Old Testament, and it is awful. Every way that it can be awful, it's awful, and then it continues to get more awful. Is the angel a lion? The angel is, he's like a little fox-looking thing, but he's like a little man. He's absolutely terrifying. And he's got a bow tie. There's another character that's like a little narrator that wears a bow tie for some reason, but no clothes. It's The whole thing is so uncomfortable. The narrator versus the angel. I was like, why did it's not just been one character? There is no more cringeworthy children's Christian programming than this, in my opinion. It sounds like a fever dream. It is it is awful, and I, I was completely delighted by how awful it was. If you like watching things that are cringeworthy, nope. this will satisfy your every whim of, of, of cringe. It is so, so, so bad. And but kind of good? 
so bad it kind of circles around to good, but never quite gets there. You're right. Uh. It teases you with good. It's like, is this going to get? It never does. Uh. Like everything that you expect, like there's this one time where the little misty angel comes in and there's this, Joshua has this shelf of like dolls in his room and you I think oh one of these dolls are going to come to life because it's just this collection of weird little bodies on a shelf and they look just like him like they, they kind of like look like they're from the template of him yeah. and it's like oh one of those is going to maybe come to life nope just a collection of bodies on a shelf creepy. it's really creepy and it's bad and I love up. it and it's I really recommend you watch it <laughs> so uh, these Christian programs uh, you guys all have your boards with you right See, I want to. Yeah. We're gonna play a quick game, and I want to see if you guys. This is just just. Uh, it's a true or false game, one to six. This game's called Knock Off or Nah. And what I'm gonna nah. do is I'm gonna give you a, um, a a Christian show that is a knockoff of a secular show or oh, movie or something uh, like that. And you have to tell me if it's true or if it's false, if it's a knockoff or not. So like, is it real or is it, did I just make it up for this game? Okay. Okay. So we'll start with an easy one. Just true or false is the only answer. True if it's a knockoff, false if it's not. Larry Boy. It's a Batman spoof, but starring Larry the Cucumber and the rest of the VeggieTales cast. Knockoff or not? What do you got, Charlotte? Absolutely that's real. That is very real. So true would mean it exists. Yes. Then my answer is true. Yeah. We just watched Larry Boy in Kids Church the other day. Yeah. So I, that was an obvious one. I feel like everybody would know that one. So so Larry Boy, a Batman spoof with Larry the Cucumber. And and a delightful one. Vegemite, Larry Boy. Larry. So good. I am that hero. I know Um Okay. Um, a, spoof, a, a knockoff of Finding Nemo. Oh, An no. animated fish movie called Finding Jesus. So if it's so if it's a real thing, put true. If I just made it up, put false. What do we got, Ollie? False, Neff. It's real. True. I put false, but my markers. I think it's true. I think that's real. Finding Jesus. Join faith-fueled friends, muggles, and joy as they visit the beautiful Finding Jesus Bay, a place where Christian stories are told night and day. Guided by the sea's best storyteller, Professor Shark, they hear all about the endless kindness and boundless love of their creator. It is true. I was about to say, if that was false, good on you. Finding Jesus. All right, uh, the next one. True or false? Auto be good. Auto be good. A knockoff of cars. <laughs> auto be auto be good, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> Trying auto. Um, all right, Neff, what do you got, man? That's got to be real. True. False. False. True. Auto Be Good is a 2005-2006 American animated series featuring short stories set in the fictional city of Auto in which all the citizens are cars. The program is explicitly designed to teach children lessons in moral character and values. And how to change your oil. (laughs) (laughs) The The Royal Beverly's join Princess Faith, Joy, and Charity as they rip off the Cheetah Girls slash Hannah Montana or other Disney Channel preteen music shows. That sounds like a Tony T original. The, the Royal yeah. Beverly's. Yeah. I know the way. Royal Beverly. <laughs> false. My favorite Julia soda. says false. Fake. Fake. False. What do you false. 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 The Royal Beverly's 
is real. No. And then, no, uh, it isn't. It is is abs- it on right now? It is real. I don't know if it's on right now or not, but it was originally called the Beverly's. They changed it to the Royal Beverly's, and it is uh, three young girls who are in a music band. The episode that I saw, they were in a uh, a, a, a pool slash grotto where they met a mermaid named Ariel whose voice was stolen by Ursula the Sea Witch which seems a little like copyright infringement wow. to me. Wow. Huh. This is a, wow. li- a live action show. And the funny thing is, you wouldn't think that what a mermaid would wear would be appropriate for a kid's Christian program because it's very revealing. And all of the three girls are dressed in their little mermaid outfits. And they're young girls. They're, I mean, I would probably guess like nine or ten. And then they have the adult mermaid that's there. But at, as I was watching it, I realized one of the girls is a, is a girl of color, but her torso was like white, like peach colored. And I realized oh. that all of the girls were wearing long sleeve, full torso body stockings uh, in addition to their swimwear. So as to not reveal their navel, navels or their, their bare arms, like including including button. the adult mermaid who was wearing like a long sleeve. It was like back in the old day at Disney World, they had a Mowgli character from the Jungle Book who wore like a full body body stocking. Same same basic vibe there. So wow. way to go, Royal Beverly's, to establish a boundary of modesty as you uh, infringe on Disney copyright. <laughs> Blatantly. Sounds awful. Yeah, listen, you got to have standards. why it's not wrong anymore. <laughs> H2O mix. All right, we got three more. No. Hermie and Friends, a spoof of A Bug's Life. A ripoff of A Bug's Life, Hermie and Friends. I feel like I can't talk until you say. True. Her- Hermie is fun to say, by the way. Hermie. Hermie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no other way to say Hermie, by the way, than, than like that. Lismati, Hermie and Friends. False. Uh, false. Charlotte? Very much true. Ollie? True. Now, fake. It's got to be please. True. Yeah, Hermie and Friends is absolutely real. Oh. Hermie was my jam, and they were these. there were these kids. I mean, they're all bugs, but like there was there were these two little kids. I think they were worms, too. Oh. And their names, they were twins, and they were Haley and Bailey. And when their dad would call them, he would go, Haley, Bailey. Haley Bailey. And so sometimes my dad just says that for no reason. He's just Aww. like, Haley Bailey, Haley Bailey. Cute. The show, okay, so this is a 3D animated show starring two caterpillars named Hermie and Wormy. And what I didn't realize until I was researching for this show was that it, they were voiced by Tim Conway, Don Knotts, Vicki Lawrence, and yes, even occasionally Judge Reinhold. What? On Hermie. I love Judge Reinhold. Wow. His name is Judge. Yeah, but he's uh, not a judge. He's not a judge. Um, okay, two more. Two more. The Adventures of Chris Fable. Time to believe. What, what is Charlotte writing? What's that a knockoff of? Harry Potter. Oh. No. Oh. Can you say that name again? The Adventures of Chris Fable. Time to believe. A knockoff of Harry Potter. No, they can't have magic. That's the no devil's magic. Work. No magic. What do you say, Charlotte? False. Ollie? True. Neff? Not true. Julia? False. Lise Money? False. Most of you guys are really bad at this game. The Adventures of Chris Fable, Time to Believe, is, <gasps> in fact... Did you make up any of these? A real thing. 
I should have uh, guessed after the fifth one. A lost boy in a magical <laughs> land. This was actually originally released as a movie called The Wilds with a with a Y, but not where you think. And uh, it was <laughs> where was the Wilds? It is a it is a retelling of of a Pilgrim's Progress, but then they reband rebranded it as The Adventures of Chris Fable. Oh, that is a oh. straight ripoff. Using Look at that the, font, the Harry wow. Potter font, yeah. like aggressively. My but dad's the Pilgrim's got a tattoo Progress, in that font. That's Pilgrim's Harry Potter Progress font. Isn't anything like Harry Potter. Well, uh, don't tell Chris Fable that. All right, one one last one. Uh, yeah, Chris Fable, a runaway child, lives with a group of misfits in a junkyard, stealing to survive. When a traveling preacher tells him his father is alive and wants him to come home, Chris must leave his family of thieves and venture into the wilderness in search of his father and a better life. Just like yeah. Harry Potter. I guess that's the program's program. Last one, and we'll be done. Sunday School Musical. Oh, a ripoff come on. of no way. A ripoff of high school on. musical. Tony. Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't even know how to answer anymore. A ripoff of high school musical. Charlotte's upset. It could be amount of confliction. <laughs> confliction? Is that a word? Yeah, it is now. Conflict. Yeah. Thank Conflict. You. Con- oh, well done. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of confliction that I have. <laughs> I think you All right. an affliction. Ollie, oh, true or false? Go. I'm just going to say true because everything else <laughs> seemed to have been true. <laughs> what do you got? Please no. <laughs> Julia? True. Liz Motti? False. Charlotte? After three times of changing my answer, we've landed on false. When financial woes threaten their church's future, a group of teens led by one talented performer enters a song and dance competition in hopes of winning a heavenly cash prize. Uh, I will never financially recover Okay, hold on. Let me see. Let me see. Heavenly cash prize. None of these were made up at all. What is a heavenly cash prize? (laughs) I feel like upset that so much of these are like ripoffs of other things. Like, can't we be original? We cannot. As it turns out, heavenly prize is crazy. Somebody just hands you the offering and tithes for the (laughs) week. Oh no! But it's from Joel Osteen's church. Oh dear! Oh dear! A lot of money from the walls. That's right. If you win this competition, you get one of Creflo Dollar's private jets. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Creflo. <laughs> oh, no. oh my goodness all of these concepts are super cheesy and and i want to know like lismati you even kind of said a little bit earlier why is christian kids programming so bad like why is why is christian programming in general so bad as a rule is it and i don't know but like it's almost like they they're trying to be bold, but like they're still a little ashamed, which is like weird, Ooh. right? So like, we're, let's go ahead and make this this movie about you know Christian kids in a church and they're doing a good thing for the Lord, but we're also gonna like make it really low budget and we're not gonna make like real trailers for it that we put out there and we're like it, it's like they want to do the thing but only half-heartedly because they just assume that it's gonna be made fun of picked on it's a christian thing so it has to be lame like it's like a self, almost feels self-fulfilling like see i think it would it's almost the the opposite direction i think that they know that they don't have to make it good because christians will still buy it anyway because it has jesus's name on it i don't know about that because i didn't know any of those things yeah i don't buy pure flicks Every on the monthly. <laughs> every, every, yeah. every on the monthly. Every on the monthly. <laughs> I think that there's enough people that will that want to just buy. I mean, why do they keep making God's Not Dead movies? 
<laughs> if oh, God, dear. they want you to know. Because God, God truly is not dead. Because they haven't burned Five. through all of the old washed out 90s stars yet. To <laughs> <laughs> oh. Chris, where's Kirk Cameron? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. What? Hey, hey. It's for horses. Back up off of Mike Seaver right now, sir. <laughs> Kirk Cameron's good man. He's godly I'm man. I'm gonna leave him behind. <laughs> but uh, so, but are, why is it okay to be cheesy like that? Like, if I'm putting all of my Christian childhood childhood memories and and all of my like, I wasn't a Christian as a child, but if I put like those things from my childhood next to the the Christian alternative from that, I'd have been like, I'm, there's no way. I'm, when Ninja Turtles exist in a world with Transformers, if you set me in front of a VHS tape of Gerbert or Salty, I'm walking. Like, I, I think I forget. Was it just to be so bad that it would drive kids to reading their Bibles? Gerbert um, and Salty sounds like a disgusting meal. <laughs> Gerbert and Salty. Eat your Gerbert and Salty. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, I don't want to. You ain't leaving this table till you finish. Oh, okay, yeah. Get a girlfriend and salties. I'll, I'll take ex with extra salties, please. I think that it's interesting that you pose that question. I'm going to not answer that question immediately, but I'm going to start by saying if everything is too controversial for Christians to watch, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I think that they're trying to play it super, super safe whenever they put together any Christian programming, yeah. and therefore it kind of comes off as lame. When you think about it, and when you're going after even biblical stories, you know, like, when you're going specifically for children, it can kind of be hard to do because some of the topics are really difficult to discuss even for adults mm -hmm. sometimes, mm -hmm. especially some of the stories where there's like, Adultery. Yeah, like something crazy. Like, you know, like even like coming into kids' church and having to teach like the Ten Commandments, I was like, I don't know what to say for adultery, and I figured something out. But like, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of hard to like really attack what you're trying to say in a kid-friendly way, I would say, first off. But then secondly, so many people are so touchy. Mm -hmm. Like, and then I feel like I, whenever I watch Christian children programming or whenever I see it outside of the obvious amazing VeggieTales, amazing. I, I just, they're great. I just see really like flat characters that don't have like a full like story arc or like they're mm. bullies or like whatever. And it's like, I don't know why they're not fully rounded. You know what I mean? Like there's not much thought or like, there's a lot of cliches I think is what I see. And so I'm not really sure why that is. Yeah, because Christian, like, we used to be at the forefront of storytelling and art and science and things yeah. like that. And somewhere along the way, we just, we, we throttled it back and we, we we settled for way, way less. And, like, dumb it down even. Peaked in the Renaissance. <laughs> um, and, and the weird thing is, like, when it comes to, like, Christian media, like, whether it be, like, kids pro programming or movies in general, it'll vary from being, like, super cheesy and super, like, kid-friendly, but also kind of dumb or low quality mm -hmm. to being super dark like there like uh, for instance there's a movie with um Stephen Baldwin and J uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan that's about for, for kids no definitely not for kids uh -huh. but I'm talking about the, the the switch for media it's called like the mark of the beast and it's talking about uh revelation and, and stuff like that and, and I feel like that's the type of topics that we that we have to that it's hard to convey to kids so it ends up airing on one side or the other uh so everybody tries to st stay 
on the one side. Yeah, or I mean, safe and warm. Uh, aside or, from like the super creepy like Ted Decker books and stuff like yeah. that that don't have any problem leaning into that sort of thing. Yo, yeah. There's a there was a um I think it was Ted Decker, it might have been Frank Peretti movie. I mean book that got turned into a movie. I cannot remember what it's called. But it dealt with some dark stuff. And I watched that and I was like Holy crap. And that was a kid's? No. No, but specifically dealing with stuff that is geared towards children. Um, yeah. I, I, watched an, I watched an episode of Young Sheldon last night, and his mom uh, came across the his, some of his comic books, and she saw some of the material in her mind was very scandalous. His mom being a, a very conservative Christian, she opened up his Watchmen trade paperback, <laughs> and we're like, oh, this there's violence in this, and that's that man's buttocks. And yeah. like, well, look on page 123, you'll see his front too. You know, and she's like, well, this is not appropriate. So she begins to box up all of Sheldon's comic books, and Sheldon, out of protest, says, well, why don't you box this one up too? This has murder and violence and adultery in it, and he hands her the Bible. You know, and it's like, so you know, you, you have that. It's like, wow, yeah. I mean, straight up teaching the kids the Bible is is definitely a, adult <laughs> content, yeah. right? Like, you, you, we have people here that are. I mean, Lismati is an educator. Uh, Julia, you know, Neff, you guys are, are actively involved in, in children's ministry on a, on a basically a weekly level. Um, you know, Ali, you have kids. Uh, Charlotte, Charlotte, you, you have, are a kid. You have seventeen <laughs> little siblings, so you've had to be. But so, like when you're when you're communicating to little little kids, is this Christian programming effective, or is it just kind of there to entertain in a non-offensive way? I, I think that's it, honestly, because I think it's just so hard for, maybe it's hard for people to point out like morals nowadays too. I don't know, like if has it always been kind of that the case where it's kind of been like, in your experience, Tony, like from your childhood, like kind of been kind of off for Christian programming, or is it like a newer thing? Or so I when I became uh, my first volunteering position in a church, I was 15 years old. I was volunteering in the kids ministry, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I was I was learning about some of these things kind of as I went older. So I knew that it wasn't really geared towards me, and I always thought it was a little eye rolly, cringy, ridiculous. Um, I remember the first thing that I ever did creative in a church. They asked me to write a rap for kids ministry for kids church, uh, and it was about um, we did one about the fruits of the spirit and I did one um, about Jesus and the devil fighting for your soul or something like that and uh, I did it to the tune of he, uh, a We Will Rock You I had this sort of remixed version of the drum beat from We Will Rock You nice. and um, I did uh, a line in it that it was very good and 15 year old me worked really hard to write this little rap to teach children about the Bible which I barely knew and in one of the, the lines I said was, with the blood in your face, you're a big disgrace. Jesus kicking your butt all over the place. And butt. and that's what happened. <laughs> like, seriously, I got pulled aside after church, not even by the kids pastor, you're but fine. by but by somebody else and saying, uh, we don't use words like that in kids ministry. And it's like, you know, like, you look at these kids, man. Like, you, first off, I, don't, I, I way to make me feel like crap, you know. The second... Do you think that these kids don't like? What, never heard the word butt before. Like, yeah, like your nine, hiney nine year old kids you know, kicking your yeah. bottom. Tushy. I don't know. Maybe Back I maybe side. I messed up. Like, but are, are we just so desperate to protect kids from anything that we want to put them in a little bubble? Is that the mission? It's sad because it's like it's either one extreme or the other. It's either you're going to protect them and overshield them from everything, or just let them see it all you know there's no really a middle middle ground ground. it's like here's all the violent gruesome inappropriate dirty bad words like like, here's all the whatever or here's the sunday school musical you know yeah 
And and things are things are bad. I think it's okay to shield your kids from watching different things. Right. My son, I, I, as much as I love like nerdy things, I didn't let my son even watch the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies till he was to a certain age because I just don't feel like you can just plop your kids down in front of any video and expect them to self-filter. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. And the thing even especially today is these kids are being exposed like never before to all kinds of things on the internet. I just like see like parents like giving their kids like an iPhone, not even like YouTube kids, which is like questionable to begin with, but like just giving them like YouTube and they like are on TikTok and they're watching all these different types of videos and they're seeing all kinds of things and no one's explaining it to them. No one's because like those videos are seconds and they're you scroll and they're gone. But those kids see that stuff they, they still retain and they it. retain it and it's almost impossible to just like stop it unless you stop it completely and so I think that there's like there's value in like limiting the scope of what they can see for sure I don't think that that's you know needs to be argued by anybody but I think that when and when and if you're going to see those things and your kids are in school and they're in school more often with their peers than they are at home with their parents and they're just being exposed to all this kind of stuff it's kind of does them a disservice to not know kind of where they where they should stand on certain issues you know what I mean and so I think that sometimes when it comes to Christian programming and it's about morals a lot of it for kids where I don't know I just feel like when it's not I think it should be better because if you're competing I guess in a way which I hate to say it like that but you're competing for the attention of these kids which are being like asked of them from everything every direction especially now especially now like it's just like there needs to be so much more effort put into it and I think it kind of boils down to what you were saying with Snotty before like it's like we're gonna do it but like we're only gonna kind of do it I think there needs to be like a revival like a respark of just representation of Christian values in children's programming for sure and it's going the opposite direction because and I'll be the old man at the table who's yelling at clouds when you watch Disney Plus it just seems like now they're going out of their way to go the opposite direction and inundate and indoctrinate little kids with with values that are maybe from a worldly perspective very progressive and inclusive but from a biblical perspective very compromising and dangerous mm-hmm. uh, and I, I think that that's that's cautious that because and I, I filtering is so hard because you don't want to have your kid be the one kid at the lunch table who's like, oh, I, you guys are all wearing your you know, Spider-Man backpacks, but I'm not allowed to watch Spider-Man because he punches. You know, like, that's like sending your kid to school and say, well, you know, I, I've made I've decided that my child's a vegan and it's pizza day and they have to sit in the corner, you know, and eat their carrot sticks and feel super left out. Like that's a really good analogy. There's yeah. a it's a dangerous <laughs> thing because you don't want to create such a bubble that the minute your kids are off the leash, they fling the opposite direction. That's what yeah. Yeah, exactly. Amish, Amish people, when they when they get the chance to leave, a lot of them do, and they go crazy. Or homeschool kids. I mean, really, honestly, a lot of homeschool kids, they do go the opposite direction because they've never tasted freedom, and when they do, they don't know what the crap to do with it. That's real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think a lot of those instances where it's like something that's going to be more worldly, or like if you're watching, there's teaching incidents, like, or sorry, there's opportunity to teach, too, when they see something that's different than what they maybe... Uh, their parents are wanting to instill in them and there's there's like opportunity for conversation for sure that's the trick right there first off let me just pause and apologize to any homeschool parents because they that once you piss one of them off they have like 900 of them in their little (laughs) co-op that come at you they'll be picketing and that facebook group is coming for you i won't be able to show my i won't be able to show my face at chick-fil-a or karate practice ever again (laughs) um (laughs) 
Charlotte. <laughs> you have been banned from Hobby Lobby, sir. Um, oh my gosh. Let Charlotte swallow the water that's in her mouth and then we'll continue. She's dying. Congratulations, you killed the homeschool <laughs> kid. <laughs> Sorry, that was really good. <laughs> Julie, I think you're exactly right. I think that what you said is creating discussions. My goodness, parent your children. Yeah. Yes. What does the Bible say? I mean, it says train up a child in the way that they should go. When they get old, they won't depart from it. It doesn't mean just set them on the tracks. It means train them. It means be a part of the process of teaching them how to receive and then, and, and when necessary, reject information. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So instead of teaching them, well, we don't watch that, mm-hmm. teach them why we don't watch that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Teach them yeah. why that there's a better way so that when they're not there where you can control a helicopter over them, they will have the tools to know how to make that decision for themselves because uh, otherwise you're going to have them grow up as an adult and they won't have any kind of active filter either and they'll either be terrified to watch anything because the the devil will enter them or they'll just just watch everything watch everything and And be like whoa yeah and that's a that's a very dangerous thing jesus definitely cares about the welfare and well-being of of little little kids i mean if jesus wasn't he wouldn't have said anybody who causes one of these kids to stumble it would be better for them if they had a millstone strapped to their neck and thrown in the sea. I mean, that's that's Jesus at his most direct, right? Oh, oh, did you cause this child to stone? Then guess what? You're like that's that's mafia Jesus. <laughs> that's what it is? Mafia you Jesus made, is my spirit animal. My daddy's <laughs> temple should be a house of prayer, but you've made it a den of thieves. <laughs> you mess you mess with my family and you sleep with the fishes. That's that's mafia Jesus. <laughs> uh, I love fish. It's all I eat. But I'm sorry. I, <laughs> <laughs> Gabagool. Uh, um, but but I, I do think I do think it has to be a, a hands-on sort of thing and you have to work with your kids and teach them and train them. Um, whatever would be potentially evil about I mean I will take a stand on this about the ninja turtles it, it, it is powerless in the face of good parenting. Mm-hmm. Because what happens is if you participate in you raising up your kids, you can find redemptive story arcs in the shows that they're watching. You can find things in there that can point to the gospel. And that's really what the Nerd of God cast is all about. I was about, about to say, that's literally our thing. Yeah, you, you, yeah. you can find in those secular stories things that, that it, it not only maybe maybe embellish or, or allude to godly concepts and stories and principles but then you also have the wherewithal to filter things and say okay that one's going to be a pass like I I don't get enough meat off of that to make it worth the bones you know like that's there's just not enough there that's redemptive and then you can make those good decisions yourself but it is important uh, Ephesians 5.11 says take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness but instead expose them uh, don't expose your kids to everything but show them how to filter and govern for themselves because that's what training up a child in the way they should go really is right. mm-hmm. final thoughts VeggieTales rocks yes <laughs> what's your favorite VeggieTales song oh uh, no we're not going down this no do it belly right button belly button belly button cheeseburger Oh, cheeseburger. 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 Anything by Mr. Lunt, can we just say? Yeah, cheeseburger. Anything. Where is my hairbrush? Hairbrush is great. What's the one? um, I like the one. um, Oh my God, the therapy session one where he's like. Save. 
Yes. Oh, the lips? Yeah, that's my, that's oh, my favorite. That, that, that's yeah. my favorite. He goes, Costa. That's, that's yes, that's yeah, the one. Are we about talking about, his lips are we talking about just silly songs? Because Esther Yo. be singing some bop. Es- okay, Esther in general. What's the one that you always sing for VeggieTales? All the time. Oh, um... Oh gosh, now I'm on the spot. Hold on, give it a Say second. Say boo. No, 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 no. It's, um, I'm so blue. 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 I am so blue, I don't know what to do. Madam Blueberry. Whenever that's I'm right. frustrated, that's what I do. Yo, that one has <laughs> like I love, a, I've so never heard you do that. That's that, so cute. That VeggieTales has one of the best, like, random rap songs in it when they go through, like, the catalog of stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Was belly button? Was that the one that was uh, "Boys in the Sink"? Yeah, yes. heck yeah, yeah that was, was. Yeah. and Kirk had a verse. Yeah, he did. It's so, <laughs> <Yeah, he did. laughs> so good. Oh no, what you gonna do? The king likes Daniel more than me and you. Oh no, what you gonna do? We gotta get him out of here. Ba-dum, bum, bum. We could throw him in the dungeon. Have we could it. let him rot in jail. <laughs> we can throw him. No, 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 that's what we just did. We, Something about use him as a footstool. Uh, we can use him as have a footstool. Or by a table a to my Scrabble on and tie him up and beat him up, up and throw him out of Babylon. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this Nerdy Godcast. We hope that all of your children's programming dreams come true from all of us here at the table. Charlotte the Intern. Keep walking, but she will not knock down our wall. Jamaican Ollie. Have a great night. <laughs> <laughs> the big man Quinn and Neff. Do you hate ads? <laughs> <laughs> Julie Cameron Colazzo. I love ads. Lovely oh, <laughs> Lady Lismati. Make good choices. Nick the Engineer. Goodbye. And I'm Tony T. Until next time, follow us on Patreon, all the social medias, be a part of the miracle, the blessing, the nerd Godcast, and in the words of Scott, by God, Higa, be a better nerd. We ain't got to go home, but we can't stay here. Woo! Nerd Godcast Premium Beta is closed. Yep, I messed that one up. (laughs) Did I I have a stroke? Uh, It certainly did. I hit all the buttons at once. (laughs) He's like, press, press. Let me just press one more and see if that helps. Press. Does anybody else smell toast?